1: I don't know my biological father. I never met him, right? So my father, who I speak of, who passed away, was my stepfather, who raised me ever since I was in my mother's stomach. That's the only dad I ever knew. So with that being said, I chose not to abandon my sons because my biological father abandoned me.
0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the How We Do It Podcast. This is me, Kira.
1: And I'm Phil.
0: And y'all, this is episode three, three. of the podcast.
1: Yep, Uno, episode dos, dos, number three. Tres. Third episode of 2020. How you think we're doing so far?
0: I think we're doing good. Shoot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the couples who's on the how We Do It page. Want to give a special shout-out to my auntie Tammy. Oh, yeah. She was on the page today uh, making fun of my hair. She, she, not is, making she fun just of, asked you what that she all yours. Because it's, 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 like it's, it's
0: long to death.
1: Yeah, it's, you it's, finally
0: it's, got me because I cut mine out. That's the only way.
1: Whatever. <laughs> don't hate. Don't hate. Whatever. Well, today's episode, y'all, we are going to be talking about something that is very, very impactful in a marriage and a lot of people don't pay attention to. It. And... That topic is... Drum roll,
0: please. (laughs) Parental...
1: What the hell kind of drum roll was that? You all right? She said... (laughs) (laughs) Goodness. I
0: don't know how to do that. Roll with your tongue, y'all be doing. Oh, okay. So I had
1: to... The, 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 The... The topic of today, ladies and gentlemen, is called parental impact. This is a very uh, sneaky effect on marriages. And I'm going to talk about another one next week. I can't wait to get into that one. But this one is a very sneaky impact because a lot of people don't realize that it's there. Mm -hmm. It's in the marriage, but people don't realize that they are actually living according to this, this impact. And what a parental impact is for people who don't know is when you have been raised by your mom and dad and their relationship and their marriage has impacted what you expect your spouse to do or be like. So you will look at your spouse and you will expect them to treat you a certain way because your mom did or your daddy did it for each other or you expect them to not treat you a certain way because this ain't what my mom and dad did. So it depends on the impact that your parents had. You will possibly you know, treat your spouse a certain way or expect something from your spouse. Now, my question to you, even though I know we both do, it, I'm pretty sure I probably do it subconsciously and not aware of it, and maybe I am, I don't know, but do you think it's fair to your spouse to expect something of them that your mom and dad did in front of you as an example? Nope. Why do you say that?
0: Because... I could could name a couple of stuff that you have said that your mama done did when you was little. It, It made me mad. You know? And certain things, um... Um... Certain things weren't, like, you know, if your mama, for example, paid the light bill on time. You would expect me to pay the light bill on time. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, if your mama... Cook certain meals on Tuesday. You can't expect me to do that too, because I might not like that. Right, right. You know, so it, it just depends on what it is. So yeah,
1: I think with parenting is one thing, but what about like the impact of your your father and mother's marriage, the way they treated each other? You see what I'm saying?
0: No, because they're they they were their own relationship, right. and they they were their own people. So I know what kind of issues my parents had just from watching them when I was growing up. So I wouldn't expect for you to do certain things that my dad did to my mom because I don't want you to treat me like that.
1: Right. But see, okay, there we go. That's a parental impact. You just said I saw something happen in their marriage as a child and I don't want you to do that to me. So now you're holding an expectation towards me that I don't know nothing about. That's a parental impact that's what we're here to kind of unpack and talk about today because i'm pretty sure there are things i've seen in my mom's and dad's marriage that i won't want from you or i might want from you because i saw it and people don't realize that they carry this kind of energy into their relationship you know my mom was always by herself because my dad was never at home bye, 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 bye. you are not finna do me like that and you may you may never have this conversation with your spouse but it's in your mind and it's ingrained in your body and your thoughts so now your husband may not know why she always act like this is because this is the example that was set for me growing up or you know like remember when we went to that marriage seminar and some of the women were saying how well my mom was a hard working woman and she ain't let no man do for her. she always had her own money mm-hmm. so now you're approaching your marriage the same way yeah. You know, so parental impact is a sneaky, subtle impact, but it's a huge impact because a lot of people don't realize I'm not even treating you how you deserve it. You think
0: it um subconsciously make people certain people bitter? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because they be angry for no reason. Yeah, energy transfers. So if I saw my dad, um this is not to say this is what happened, I'm just using this example. Um, but as I said, if I saw my dad Always upset Always feeling like, you know, less of a man Because whatever my mom did or didn't do You know what I mean And now all of a sudden I'm being raised Watching him in his pain That's gonna have some kind of effect On how I treat you To some degree Now I might, you know, now, cause here's the opposite Um I don't know my biological father Never met him Right. So, my father, who I speak of, who passed away, was my stepfather who raised me ever since I was in my mother's stomach. That's the only dad I ever knew. So, with that being said, I chose not to abandon my sons because my biological father abandoned me. You see what I'm saying? So, in I'm not now, I don't know nothing about him and my mom's marriage when they were together, but just that impacted my decision as an adult. And I often say that we are all grown kids. You just bigger, but all of the stuff that was programmed into your mind when you were a child, you you exhibit it in you yeah, today. You exhibiting those behaviors and like uh there are some people who mom was was a homebody, you know. That could be your reasoning for saying, "Hey, I want to be a homebody or no, I don't want to be a homebody." You know, um I know uh like my Grandmother, my great grandmother, she never knew how to drive, so that may be something that my mom was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna." Yeah,
0: that 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 impacted me on want to know how, on want on, on wanting to know how to drive because my mama never learned, and so I saw what she was going through every time she wanted to go somewhere or do something or you know just to get out the house, she always had to depend on somebody else to take her. Like my mom, my dad had to take her. Mm to the mall or to the grocery store or before my grandma got sick, she had to come and take her. But they would enjoy it. Like, they would go shopping together. But the point is, she could never just go get, get in the car go. on her own. Somebody else had to come and do it for her. Right. So, at, at a young age, I said, I don't want to be like that when I grow up. I want to learn how to drive. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I can remember one Saturday morning, um, she wanted to go to the store. It was something. And I was I was little. I had to be, like, maybe nine or something. I don't even remember. But I was young and daddy didn't want to take her to the grocery store that morning. He just wanted to sit home and look at Westerns and smoke cigarettes and drink beer. He wanted to chill. He didn't want to go spend his day at the grocery store. Right. And so they had a argument because he didn't want to go to the store and she did. And I knew right then I don't want to do that when I grow up. Wow. I want to how old were you? Young. I had to be like nine or eight or something.
1: Then you were smart enough to say that's not how I Yeah. I'm
0: going to learn how to drive when I grow up. Mm-hmm. And I taught myself how to drive too.
1: Yeah. That's probably
0: why I can't I'm not <laughs> a real good driver now, but I know how to go to the store and I want to without asking you. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Well, I don't think a lot of people in Atlanta are real good drivers.
0: What look, I ain't about to ask you to go I'm there. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm a lot better now than I used to be when I was younger. Yeah. But, but yeah.
1: The thing is that that is interesting that something that that early in life you saw as a child was like, nah. I don't
0: because mm-hmm. it hurt my feelings you know how kids feel about their mama they don't want to see their mama all upset and stuff like that and I was sad because I'm like why he just can't take mommy to the store you know what I'm saying right. I couldn't understand like now I understand I just want to chill I don't want to do nothing today mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but I'm like she's going to store to buy him groceries too like I was n- smart to know that we all finna benefit from eating this food so just take it to the store Are you having issues with your finances, trouble in your relationship, or just need some general insight with your day-to-day life? Hey, everybody. I'm Kirio Guinea of the How We Do It podcast and owner of Blue Lotus Sacred Healing Place. And I'm here to tell you that you no longer have to be in the dark when it comes to your life issues. You have more control than you think. Book a reading with me at www.bluelotusreadings.as.me, and together we will get to the root of your issues. Once again, that's www.bluelotusreadings.as.me. Talk to you
1: soon. What's up, y'all? This is your man, Phil, of the How We Do It podcast, and I'm super excited to present to y'all my very first t-shirt line. That's right, the Dial Producer t-shirts are here. You all have been asking for them in the Urban Dance community, and now they are printed and available from sizes small all the way to 3X. To order your shirt, all you have to do is email me at tp at gmail.com. That's tp at gmail.com to purchase your- Dow tone to produce a t-shirt i want to say thank you to everybody who's already been supporting the movement and now you can get your very own shirt again email me at dialtone tp at gmail.com and payments are accepted through cash app and paypal
0: you know but he didn't want to so i'm like well i'm gonna learn how to drive and i up
1: yeah i think one of mine is i saw my my parents argue a lot and um My mom, she has, I I get my temper from her. So it was like when I saw her, she was always going at my dad. He wasn't like going at her. Every once in a while, he'd get mad, but it'd be on the defensive side. She always be the one kicking it off. So it was like when I saw that and I saw how that was, I was like, okay, I don't want that in my marriage. But in my first marriage, that's all I did. Mm. And I I was punching holes in walls and turning over furniture because I was angry. I knew I couldn't hit her, but boy, I wanted to. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like I didn't want that. And it impacted, you know, how I interacted with my first wife. And then, you know, when I got married to you, I never had a reason to do that. You know, but you all are two different people. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of takes me back to that whole Chris Brown Rihanna situation. Mm-hmm. You know, and when everybody was dogging him for hitting her or whatever, I don't know all the details of it, but when they found out that he come from an abusive home or whatever, and it's like, folks like that don't make no sense. It don't make it. He still doesn't put his hands on shit, woman. But you don't realize, like, you are being programmed as a child on how to respond and how to act as an adult. Now, some people figure it out and they realize that this ain't the right way to carry myself, so they'll move on and they'll go and, um, you know, they'll become a better person because of it and then you got some people that they life to this day they feel like it's stuck in neutral because they can't shape the way they what what they saw growing up how mm. they you know some some women um, are too submissive because their mama was submissive mm. like the man just run all over them and they know that but this is all I know you know some some men are like too clingy it's like they they almost kind of want that mother son relationship with their wife, and so it, they're like a like like a yes man almost to a degree, you know. So it's it's parental af- uh, impact affects a lot of things. Now, here's the crazy part: what happens when your parental impact causes the marriage to start to, you know, run thin? Where oh shit, we might be getting a divorce. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so busy putting all of this pressure and and weight on my spouse to be this way and to do this, blah 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 blah. Not and now here's the thing: Do you tell your spouse that you expect this because my mom and daddy, you know, ingrained is in my head, or, or or you own up to it and and accept it as this is what I really want?
0: Um, it depends. I, I know I always answer this question like this, but it un, it truly depends on the person. Like, if you have that open communication with your spouse, then maybe you feel comfortable with saying, "Um, well, you know, I was brought up like this because my daddy did so-and-so, so this is what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you know your husband don't want to hear that crap, you might offend him.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: you will, might you might want to reword it to a way that he will
1: understand. Is, is that healthy, though, to be like my parents they stayed together for 50 years so we ain't getting a divorce we gonna stay together I know he- somebody like that too and they marriage is shit right now because,
0: really be- mm-hmm. because their mom and dad stayed together for so long but they going their mom and dad their mom and dad not going through what they going through Oh. so you can't but to ask your question yeah so it, it, I guess it depends on what type of relationship it is or whatever you know
1: I don't know if I agree with like if I'm a man and, and my wife come to me and say well look Cause I had this happen with my first marriage. My ex did not want to drive.
0: Oh yeah, because she said her mama didn't drive.
1: Yeah, my mama didn't drive. My dad drove us everywhere. So it was, and, and that's something small. It ain't important, but it was like every time I I got in the car, she would walk to the passenger side and just step there. I'm like, why you can't drive? You got a license. And it just that was her parental impact. She felt like. My mom and daddy always did this, so we the same way. And it was weird because her mama was dark skinned, and she was dark skinned. Her dad, <laughs> her dad was light, light skinned, skinned, and you was and light, light skinned. And I'm light skinned, so it was you like you are light
0: skinned. I was. So it's
1: like trying to mimic the whole thing. And then they, their house was always jumped. It was always people over there. It was playing cards, drinking. It was folks in and out, barbecuing. So she, in her own way, tried to turn our house into that. And I
0: think I think you went through that more than me because I have I ever said. I want, me to you to, I want me and you to be a certain way because mom and daddy did certain things. I don't think I ever said...
1: You I, wanted to work?
0: Yeah, I did because... I don't, I don't
1: know if that had something to do with your parents, but you I, was It like, probably
0: did because mama never worked. And when she did have a job, it was always maybe some like little part-time job, like only on the weekends, only just to get our hair done or something. It was never to pay a bill. It mm. was just so she could have her own little spending money. But I wanted to work because I just... I never thought I would be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I never wanted to grow up and be a stay-at-home mom. I wanted to always have a job. You know what I'm saying? But things happen happened the way it is, and I'm going to stay-at-home mom with a business. Mm-hmm. But I always wanted to work. I used to want to get a job at the hospital. I'm kind of kind of glad I'm not there now with all this corona jumping off. But my my goal was to be a nurse and work in the hospital or something. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't want to be... Because I saw her always... Not saying this is bad because I do it now, but when I was a when I was a kid, to me, she just was always cooking and cleaning, and she I'm not gonna say she never seemed happy, but I always felt like she wanted to be doing more than what she was doing, and I didn't want to be like that.
1: Is is being a stay at home mom? Do you think is looked down on? Yeah, it's like I'm not really accomplishing. Uh, I'm,
0: like I'm, a lo- a lot like of I'm folks, forced to be here. A lot of folks, like I see a lot of my friends on Facebook. I went to high school with. Like, I would say, if I had to give an estimate, um, I think, like, 97% of the people I went to high school with have college degrees and have careers. So, the majority of the females I went to high school with, not saying all of us um, are working, but, like I said, the majority of the females I went to high school with are nurses, doctors, teachers, lawyers. So, they are in the workforce every day. So, they'll get on Facebook and say stuff like... um. I'm so glad I have a job because I can't stay at home all day. And sometimes that offend me because I know I stay home with my babies. That's what I, yeah, that's what and, I mean. And you know, it don't bother me to stay home with my babies because i have that one-on-one with them you see how smart they are mm-hmm. so i could teach them and i know they learning because i'm actually taking the time to teach them i know they getting home cooked meals every day my house is clean they clean y'all right. are taking ain't care
1: ain't of no daycare, no daycare again
0: seeking stuff every day or somebody being mean to them because i'm not there to watch them because i'm always at work like they, like they are so you know when they make comments like that, it offend me because they don't understand how much work goes into being a stay at home mom. Yeah, that's like, why I
1: said it's looked down upon.
0: Yeah, like my daddy, uh, my mama actually said this a couple of days ago. That's weird how we just was talking about this. She said my daddy would come home and say stuff like, "What you mean you tie You just stay in the house all day." Mm. He would say that to her, and but he won't. He won't realize that a lot of a lot of people that come over to our house will always say how clean our house was and it don't stay clean by itself if you ever work all day and she at home all day how hated the house staying clean
1: right. you know
0: what i'm saying ain't no dust piled up on the kitchen on the on the dining room table because she was always dusting and vacuuming and stuff every day so not only was it it wasn't dirty but she was maintaining it not to get dirty or right. become dirty but he would just look at it as oh you just staying at home all day you just sit down all day but every day We had a home-cooked meal. All our clothes was always clean. The house was clean and stuff like that. And I think he took that for granted. Are you having issues with your finances, trouble in your relationship, or just need some general insight with your day-to-day life? Hey, everybody. I'm Kirio Guinea of the How We Do It podcast and owner of Blue Lotus Sacred Healing Place. And I'm here to tell you that you no longer have to be in the dark when it comes to your life issues. You have more control than you think. Book a reading with me at www.bluelotusreadings.as.me, and together we will get to the root of your issues. Once again, that's www.bluelotusreadings.as.me. Talk to you soon.
1: What's up, y'all? This is your man, Phil, of the How We Do It podcast, and I'm super excited to present to y'all my very first T-shirt line. That's right. The Dial Producer T-shirts are here. You all have been asking for them in the Urban Dance community, and now they are printed and available from sizes small all the way to 3X. To order your shirt, all you have to do is email me at dialtonetp at gmail.com. That's dialtonetp at gmail.com to purchase your dial to produce a t-shirt i want to say thank you to everybody who's already been supporting the movement and now you can get your very own shirt again email me at dialtone at gmail.com and payments are accepted through cash app and paypal yeah i think what it is is when you it's like anything you know how white folks when black folks get harassed by the police would tell us get over it or, you know, mm. respect the, the badge, respect the boys in blue or or they may say get over slavery and stuff like that. You're not in our shoes. Right. So you can speak from a different perspective regardless what we tell you. Even if you agree with us, you're still not going to understand it how it is for somebody to go through it. It's just like a man, you know what I mean, and a woman. You are all going through your emotional changes and ups and downs with the whole postpartum thing after the baby. I didn't understand that, so I couldn't yeah. speak to you with sympathy because I'm like, there's nothing wrong, and you spazzing out. I didn't understand it, and it's the same thing. Like, yeah. I I go to work, I get up, I think he was working at what, Circuit City?
0: My daddy, Yeah, Circuit City, yeah.
1: So you're getting up every morning, you going to work, you're getting up in wee hours the morning yeah. before my daddy, everybody else. I think my
0: daddy left at 4 in the morning.
1: Right, so you leaving at 4 in the morning, and then you lift the heavy equipment, you riding around on the forklift, you busting your ass all day. So, in your mind, this is work. She at home where it's comfortable at, where, and, and you got to think, when your dad get off work and come home, he's relaxing. So, that's how he views home. So, guess how he think when he think of his his, his wife? She's relaxing. She got the soft bed, the nice big lazy boy chair. She got access could, to all the food.
0: I could probably count on two hands how many times I see my mama lay in bed during the daytime. And a lot of those times that's when she was sick.
1: But know what, what I'm saying? saying is he don't know that. Yeah, he don't know you that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, he so didn't it's know like, that. But yeah. When he say, Well, are you at home? You ain't doing nothing. That's probably how your friends see it. I I'm I'm a lawyer. I'm dealing with all these cases. I got all these files. I'm a doctor. I'm a blah blah blah. Whatever they are. And when they go home, you go home to kick back. You go home, take all your uniform and stuff off. So they look at people who stay at home like. You ain't doing nothing but sit down your... our
0: job, at least y'all get to come home and relax. By us being a stay-at-home mom, our job never over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw an article. I don't know if it was an article or a meme, but I think my niece posted it. My niece that live in um Texas, Jada. Mm-hmm. She said that a lot of people, it, not she, but the meme, it said, I stay up at night just to get some alone time. So instead of us going to bed with the house, Mm -hmm. we stay up till like 3 and 4 in the morning not well I don't stay up that late but we stay up past the bedtime hours just to get that alone time like I could do what I want to do without being disturbed by a kid or you know something
1: you gotta find that alone time because because
0: like my day you know even though I don't wake up at um what time you wake up now I wake up at 3 yeah, 3:30. yeah. I don't wake up at 3.30, you know, to get my day started. But when I do wake up with the kids, you know, I be doing stuff all day. Like, they have to eat, and I have to, you know, it's like, like right now, Noah don't feel good because he's teething. So I have to deal with that all day. And right. then plus washing clothes, and then I got to cook dinner. And then, you know, I'm going to clean the bathroom. So it's like, it's always, and then it's like, as soon as you get done doing something, it's like, I could wash clothes for two days right and then as soon as i get done folding clothes from the last
1: time i washed
0: the clothes have of full again mm-hmm. i'm like damn i just washed, i gotta wash again right. so, so it's your, like it's, your
1: job is not do not I don't clock out
0: yeah i don't clock out you know what i'm saying and like the other night when um we was in the bed well i wasn't sleeping like like i just said i up late just to get some a long time that got disturbed because Abe started coughing Mm. You know, and her nose is all stopped up and stuff like that. So it's like, even when, even if I do have a long time, sometimes I still have to just, my job never ends. One of the and things then- that
1: was interesting to me about what you do, sorry to cut you off. A girl uh, at the dentist, this Puerto Rican lady, she said she was a stay-at-home mom. The kids is like 15 and 14 but when they were little, she was staying at home for a while. And she said she left to go into the workforce. And I said, why? She said, because my house turned into a prison. She was like, imagine waking up and seeing the same four walls every day. Mm-hmm.
0: And years. sometimes that's how I feel because right now we only have one car. So, I don't. you know, it's cool to stay in the house now because we all quarantined. But before that, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, I can't leave until you get home from work. And I don't know what time you come home. It could be two. It could be seven. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what time you come home and stuff. So I could imagine how my mama felt. She didn't even know how to drive. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at least when you get home, I get that 20 minute to the grocery store or something just to get some kind of decompression time from the kids crawling on me all day. And mama, mama, ugh, you know what I'm saying? You know, that, that becomes um, overwhelming sometimes. So I do go to the grocery store or whatever, and I come back just to get just to get out the house for a second. But she couldn't do that to sometimes the weekends. And then when the weekend come, he didn't want to do nothing because he was tired from working all week. Right. So then sometimes she would have to still be in the house on the weekends.
1: Yeah, so, it's, it's yeah, it's a lot that I know now because, it, like, it's weird because when I was married the first time, I don't remember. A lot of this it was like, maybe
0: because you were so young, you wasn't yeah, aware,
1: probably so, but it's like now I'm aware of everything, and I'm more sympathetic towards it because I'm like, damn, you know, I go outside, I work outside, you know what I'm saying, so I get to see different areas, I'm going to some place different every day, I'm meeting different people, I'm doing something different every day, and then outside of that you know, with my music, I'm touring and going to different cities. So it's like, I get to experience variety. When you are a stay at home parent, you got a routine. And if you look at it, you got people who got a nine to five that they ain't happy about because they sick of that routine. That's why they get so excited on Friday. Cause they get to get away from the routine. So, you know, it's like, uh, it's just a perception thing, but you know, When you look at how our parents were and how they treated each other, the established way of living back then was different. A lot of parents that was married back then, the wife, even if she had a license, didn't drive. She sat on the passenger side. The husband was the breadwinner. The wife was the caretaker of the house. It was a set structure. I don't know if this was a rule, but everybody just kind of, especially like in the baby boomer generation, it was a certain way that they treated each other. And, like, you know, uh, <laughs> this may be kind of, uh, out there, out there, but a lot of parents back then didn't even have oral sex. Oh, yeah. You know, when when you my told me... My said they didn't do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, when you told I me your mom said, I said, oh, that was boring. I ain't yeah. never wanted to know what my mom and daddy did. Y- that, y'all keep that shit behind closed doors. But, when you look at like the couple that's on our page now, they've been together sixty eight years.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah, and they come from an era where you know they didn't have all of the epidemics as like AIDS and all this other stuff. So they didn't have condoms and all this other. Stuff. They they had a whole way of of interacting with each other. The the man made a certain amount of money because back then the the equality wasn't right. So it was a lot of factors that played into how they. Treated each other romantically, how they treated each other financially, everything. And then we grew up in the 80s, and you watching somebody who's been married since the the 60s or the 70s, they even went through two, three generations of, you know, decades of just changes in the world. And then you come in, and your, 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 your decade is going to be completely different. You know, when when the 90s Hit or was it the 2000s? All these black women started talking about some. I'm independent.
0: Oh, that's when that's in the child, and they That was in the
1: late 90s. That was in the late 90s and yeah, it, so they
0: were talking about bills, 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 and all that stuff. You going to pay my bills and all now, that now, crap.
1: So th- that was the gold digger era. That was the uh, 90s where everybody was looking for a baller. I want, I wanted, They wanted a man with a bunch of money. But then I think it was in the 2000s where women decided I'm independent and. I remember it was this lawyer I used to have on uh my my show when I used to do the gospel show. And she was always talking about I scare men. I'm thinking about dating a white boy because I scare black men. I said, Why do you say that? Because I'm so independent. And I was like, You don't scare black men. You and a way. Mm. What you what you trying to say? I said, Don't no man want another masculine energy in the house with him. If it. it that masculine energy works in your profession because you're in a situation where a, a woman probably won't get the same shot that a man will get in your profession. So you gotta be uh, a go-getter. You gotta be cut through More assertive. Yeah, more assertive and and, and more uh, 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 not passive, but uh, what's the opposite of passive? I said
0: assertive.
1: I guess with it, yeah, assertive. Um, but anyway, I hate the word to come to me. But she has to be like that. But in a relationship, you got to know how to turn that shit off when you come home. And a lot of your so-called independent women ain't really independent. But y'all messing it up for the ones who really are. Because most women who claim they're independent really ain't. And they think that independent means that your role as a man is not important to me. I had a girl tell me when I was at barber college. I don't need no nigga for nothing. I got a deal If I want to get off, oh wow! So if you make a statement like a that, piece of plastic, girl, stop. right? You might as well be gay, right? But the same girl t- come to me crying because the dude she like wasn't treating her right. You don't need him. Remember, go ahead and get your deal and your money, cause that's what you you know. And so it was like we we hit those decades, the gold diggers, the 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 I want a thug and. And remember back in the day when, when the dude would, like, want to sleep with a girl? He had to run game on him. You know, baby, man, you take it to the next level. You stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, how much you love me. We've been together a long time, right? And then all of a sudden, what if I get pregnant? I'm going to be there. And then you get pregnant and you leave. gone. Yeah, right? so we went through those decades. And then it's like you take all of that, and now we raising kids. So we don't know what our impact on them is going to be when it comes to That's their relationship. That's crazy
0: because when the kids, they they see us hugging and kissing and stuff, like you said, I wonder how this is going to affect them when they grow up.
1: I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see. And then as a parent, how much do you get involved in your child's marriage if you see it ain't going the right way? Because you wow. want the best for your kid. Yeah. Do you?
0: Well, my mama don't get in, involved in our marriage at all. She knows it, but as far as like trying to tell me what to do, she don't do that.
1: Neither one of our parents do. Yeah, I think that's a cool thing about both our parents. They they just let us be ourselves, right? And they support us no matter what, as long as we ain't doing nothing stupid. Yeah, you well, know? that's pretty cool. But it's, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see. You mm-hmm. know, I just thought that was a great topic to discuss marital yeah. impact. And if you are listening, head over to the How We Do It fan page. Uh, on Facebook, how we do it podcast, marriage done our way, um, and let us know: Is there a parental impact affecting your marriage? And if it is, is it a strong impact or is it subtle? Yeah. So
0: did we answer the question for ourselves? What well, did I, did the parental impact affect impact uh, affect our marriage?
1: Yeah, of course. I think um,
0: I think I made sure I chose a man who didn't drink. You.
1: Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. Okay. I think mine is with uh, the impact. I, I would say my mom and, and, and father had specific rules for how they treated each other. And I think that some of that I like, like my mom and my dad cook. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to cook. So I felt like that was something I needed to my game up on, so I could be able to contribute. I was trying to cook when you met me, cause I didn't know how to do it. Boy, that
0: food, boy! <laughs> your food had came a long way since then.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing, and uh, so you know, my my dad had a few meals he cooked, but whenever he cooked them, he, he they were good. They was his meals. We knew dad was cooking, you know that kind of thing. Um, another thing too, like my mom, uh, in her relationship with my father. She always like you know, call him Andy or or you know she had some little nickname for him. I thought that was like pretty cool. Like man, I want to have a nickname for my wife when I get old. <laughs> you know stuff like that. So I felt like the little nicknames that we have, I like that feel. I like that uniqueness. That it's a it's a conversation that we have just with a you know. My
0: parents weren't very affectionate. Um, if they were, we I didn't see it a lot. Maybe they did it behind closed doors. Obviously, because I'm here. But as far as you know, how we kiss and stuff in front of the kids all the time and stuff mm-hmm. like that. When I saw my parents kiss, I was like, ugh, nasty. But you know, I think that's why I'm affectionate now, like I am towards you, because I didn't see it a lot when I was growing up. So I always wanted to be like that with my right. husband.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I believe the parental effect. I believe it's in everybody's marriage. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what people put on the fan page. Yeah,
0: so if y'all have some things that y'all could kind of spot out that y'all have went through, you know, seeing your parents do as a kid and you can see kind of playing out in your current relationship, kind of like, you know, let us know on our page.
1: Yep, that's how we do it podcast on. Facebook. Facebook. Yep. And make sure you tell your friends and family to check out the podcast. We air every Wednesday. And make sure you head over to the Facebook page and like the page. And we're going to be here every Wednesday pumping out another podcast for y'all. And got any closing <laughs> remarks?
0: <laughs> no, I said what I wanted to say, y'all.
1: All right, y'all. That is the podcast for the day. If you all would like to get an intuitive uh, reading with yep. Kira, you know, where can people book you at?
0: Y'all can look me up. Y'all can find me on and, and like my Facebook fan page. It's Kirio of of Blue the Sacred Healing Place. And you can book your reading from there or email me at blshealing at gmail.com.
1: blshealing at gmail.com. And I'm going to be dropping some new music I'm excited about 2020 because of that. I haven't put out no new music in a while. kind of And we quarantine,
0: so you got to make new music now.
1: I kind of took a break, but... Uh, I got a couple of, you know, nice little joints that's kind of circulating right now. So, uh, so be on point and 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 watch out for iTunes. There's going to be some heat coming from Dalton the producer. And until next time, in the meantime, and in between time, <laughs> see y'all on the next episode. Bye, y'all. Peace.